music, live music. Uh, they're going to be talking about space. They're going to be talking about space. That's the theme of the episode. We're doing themes now. we got a dang Fenton Gourmet. It's going to be real special. And we got, we got Nervous White Dad in the studio. Yes, that's right. we got Nervous Thank you. White Dad. Thank you. Thank you. we got the Thank thing. you so much. Let's get this thing. Fencast on the road. Space dust. Space dust? Yeah, the dust and the fact that there's no sound. No sound. Quiet. Yeah, very very quiet place. Lots of lots of space dust. I'm assuming the space dust isn't as bad as actual dust on Earth. I bet it's, it's smaller. You know, real fine sand. It's probably really nice. floating around our planet. There's so much space. I think that's my favorite thing about space is that there's just so much of it. There's so much space. There's more space than, like, anything else, I think, in this whole foreververse. How wild is that? They love it. They love it. They do love it. Propaganda Owl, I want to know, what do you think about space? I like all the radioactivity. Radioactive? Like the dang X-Men or something. Yeah, I like that, too. That yeah. is where that is the where Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four came from. from, 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 from. Get blasted with radioactivity and get blown into space on a dang rocket to the moon. <laughs> love it. I love the aliens, too. Aliens. Ooh. That bring, that's a very interesting point. The point of aliens. Aliens, I think, are pretty spooky. It's a pretty spooky thing to think about, don't you think, nervous white dad? I like the idea of aliens. I don't. I, I don't think they're they're spooky unless they're trying to eat us. You like aliens? I like aliens. I think that they're good guys. They're good guys. They're good guys. So you don't think the aliens are gonna try and eat us? They might, but in the end, they're good guys. Space is so big. There's gotta be people eating aliens out there. I think. And that's kind of spooky if you think about it, don't you think? It's kind of spooky scary. I think, spooky. I think space is really spooky. I think, think about it. There's so many planets in space. Think about it. Infinite amount of planets in space. So many planets. And you just know 
one of them's got to be spooky, you know? So there's probably like an infinite amount of spooky planets. It's actually the spookiest thing in the whole dang universe. How freaky scary is that? I think Ooh. the audience likes spooky stuff. That's right. We like spooky here on the Planet and Fencast. They'll take as much spooky as you can give them. I heard that uh, NASA found seven new Earths. What? Yeah, there's a big announcement this this week, I think. Seven Earths. They found seven Earths. One of those Earths is bound to be filled with ghosts. Ghosts, that's right. It's a real spooky planet. You You never know what's out there, because, like... We only know life like it is on Earth, but we don't know, like, there could be creatures made of gas that we just assume are ghosts, you know? Spectral entities. They smell like farts, and they're just, they're they're big fart clouds floating around out there that talk. (laughs) Farts! You heard it here first on the Blurry and Fencast. Farts! Farts. Fart people. There's bound to be something like that. We just love it. Do you know what's so spooky about, about those, those fart people? Fart people? What's so spooky about them? There's seven, There's seven planets, planets, planets all orbiting, orbiting a red, red star. Red, red oh yeah, that is that, that is like the spookiest it's, part. It's a dim it's a red dim dwarf, 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 so it's not even as bright as ours. Wait a minute, you're telling me there's seven Earths revolving and spinning around a red star? Yeah, they're all in the same uh, solar system too, I think, right? Yes, because the sun is not that that war. Yeah, it's so so crazy. That's so weird to think about. Because I thought there was only one Earth. It's the one that my my dang den is on in in the ground. But, nope, seven more. You heard it here first, folks. Seven more! And they only take 80,000 light years to get to. Just imagine if there were seven more Blarion Yipmaster McFens like me. I want to meet them. I actually want to meet an alien. I want to meet alien me. Maybe they're all doing podcasts, too. I wonder if they have their alien... Blarion alien gift master McFenn's Let's get them on the show. Let's get them on the show. I want guests. Aliens, come on down. Um, anytime. You know, my ears are open. I want to hear you. Send me a message. Okay, so let's... I think that's enough about space for now, right? Hold on, I want to talk to you, Nervous White Dad. I want to talk about your dang music. So, you do music. I think you have two music projects. Actually, um, uh, three. Three, three? Now. Yeah, three. Ooh, surprise. And I was wondering if you could, like, tell us about um, the cryo sleep, the Nervous White Dad, and this, this other project I don't know. I'm really curious. So the other project is a uh, Hoff system. It's a uh, weird electronic punk band that I've been in for. Uh, actually, it's been <coughs> six years now. I think Holy we've been together. Friend. Yeah, it's been six years. It's crazy. Wow! Wow! wow. That's wow. A real long time. Yeah, it's a real long time to be in a band. That's cool. What do you do in Hoff system? I know uh, it's punk, but. I do I, I do the drum programming, the effects, and the synths. I also do some of the back weird backing vocals. But uh, we did play a show uh, last year. It was our first show that we played live. We played it in New York. Uh, it was really cool. It was fun. It was it was a really really cool show. We released an EP last year. Cool, cool. Uh, and we're gonna be working on new music too Excellent. this year. 
hopefully releasing something else, a new new EP That's or really an album. That's really exciting. I was wondering, um, where can we hear Hot System? I don't think I've ever listened to it. Uh, it's actually on Apple Music, Spotify. It's on pretty much every streaming platform, That's and it's on iTunes, too. You can you buy it. That. We're on iTunes. Did you know that? The dang Larry on I know, I know. Too. We're on iTunes now. So make sure to like and subscribe, baby. Give us a good review. Good review. Please <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. So that is the hot system. I was wondering, um, what's up with um, Cryosleep? I heard you might be doing a special, you know, sort of musical DJ set for us. It's Cryosleep. Yeah, I'm going to play uh, two songs live. Uh, they're going to be real weird. I've never played them live before, and I've never done the weird robot voice live, so hopefully it comes out good. Pretty exciting. And if I understand correctly, there's some, a, a bit of a, this is a, like, like a concept music project. Is this true? Yeah, uh, I started Cryosleep in 2010. So it's been seven years. Holy mackerel, you've been in this music game for quite a bit now. <laughs> I, I, wa- I wasn't very good at music when I started. Uh, I, I've been, uh, I released an album in 2010 that was kind of like a weird experimental thing. I've been making music since before that, but this right. was like my first serious album. And now I'm working on a, uh, another album that hopefully is going to come out uh, this year, I want to release it on vinyl, cool. uh, release a VHS tape with some visuals. and. Excellent. You love VHS tapes. Yeah, I love VHS tapes. Tapes are good. And it's cool that you're coming out on vinyl. I think it's normal in this sort of web music age that people, it's kind of fun because you, you'll find a musician you like and you'll listen to their stuff and you'll find like their old SoundCloud stuff. Yeah. And you get the... The insider look at their humble beginnings. Exactly. That's something you don't really get, never had before. Yeah, that's true. Future is pretty cool. I try to keep all my music uh, up on SoundCloud and Bandcamp so people can hear my older stuff, even though it's not that good. Yeah, it's still fun to hear. It's inspiring. It's inspiring for the the kids out there. It's true. The kids, the kids love inspiration. They get to write their own They thing. need it. So, I'm thinking we're going to have you spin some DJ music. How do you feel about that? Nervous white dad. Okay. Let's get this thing show on the road. Get this it going. Go, 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 go. A thing live. Sleep Jam. Let's hear it. Woo.
No problem. It was fun. That was a real fun cast first. We never had live music, so that was real special. And thank you so much. I'm happy to be the first, the first live musical guest. I love it, that. Was it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I, I hope that. there's many more. I hope there's more musical guests that come on this show and play live music. I hope so. We're planning to. Um, we have quite a few musicians on the show as history shows. So hopefully more. Hopefully more. I had a little question for you about that live set. You were doing some serious vocal processing on that. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how you, if you feel comfortable, it might be like a secret, but how do you get that dang voice? It's beautiful. Uh, well, the voice is a, uh, it's, it's a kind of weird because like I don't, I don't have a good singing voice. So, uh, the like story of cryo sleep is that it is this, uh, it's this being, this like cybernetic being that was found underneath the ice in Antarctica by a research team. Mm-hmm. And it is, they're not sure yeah. if it's from this world or if it's from another world, but it communicates through, uh, through like uh, sound that it picks up. Cool. So like radio waves and all kinds of things. And uh, so I figured uh, since I'm not good at singing, I could just make it into like some weird robotic okay. cybernetic voice. So cool. Well, it really works. Thank you. Yeah, you're I buried want... in ice and you're buried in sound and dang robots. Yeah, I like to make the uh, music sound very cold. Sounded cool. It felt icy. S- sounds very chilly and icy. And uh, this uh, this album's uh, kind of like a personal thing. Like I, uh, it's gonna be kind of a sad album. Uh, I started it when I was like really depressed. Aww. But uh, I've been getting happier. So. That's great. It's yeah. t- it, it went from like it's been in the works for three years. Wow. 
Yeah, it's been a long time, but uh. Yeah, I have. Final? I have a lot of inspiration now, so I think it's gonna it's gonna come out this year definitely. Some of my inspirations are, uh, well, I listen to a lot of music. According to Spotify, last year I listened to 1,600 unique artists. Holy smack Which around. is a lot. I didn't realize I was listening to that much music, and that doesn't even count the stuff I listen to on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. That's big music. But, uh... It's more than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listen to uh, <laughs> quite a bit of music. Uh, it's pretty much like my entire life. I just listen to music all day. We have a lot of influences. You have a lot to draw from. Yeah, so uh, my two my two favorite albums at the moment are uh, this hip-hop artist named John Wayne just released his album called Rap Album 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does some pretty unique production stuff. His first album had a lot of weird vocoders and robotic-sounding stuff on it. Cool. So I've been really influenced by him. Uh, and Ground is Lava... Just released a new album called uh, Endless Voyage. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, another favorite album of mine. So far, those are my two favorite albums of 2017. What does Lava sound like? I'm kind of interested about that. Uh, He's friends with Baths. I know that that you like Baths, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's friends with Baths. Uh, He makes pretty similar sounding music. It's more a little electronic y, robotic style stuff. Lots of robo music. Yeah, I listen to a lot of robot music. <laughs> I listen to a lot. I kind of like um, Ground is Lava because it reminds me of being a little kid then. Yeah. You know, jumping around on the couch saying, oh no, I don't want to step on that floor. I'm going to melt and turn into a big slime. Nope, slime. Exactly. Don't slime out. <laughs> no, no, no. we, don't, we don't like being slime, but um, we do like playing games and jumping on couches. Doing the very end thing. Yeah, Nervous White Dad. I want to know, what's the deal? What's the story behind Nervous White Dad? Why are you dad? Why dad? Uh, Why Nervous White Dad? My friend Mike Barry told me that uh, he wanted to name a website NervousWhiteDads.com. And I figured that's a great name for a DJ, Nervous White Dad. And uh, my friend Patrick and I started it. Pizza Pie. Yeah, him. Pizza Paws back in two thousand, I think it was two thousand seven when we started it. So that was ten years ago, a decade. Holy smackaroni! Yeah. That's a long time. That's like ten damn years. Old times. That's what I like to call the before times here on the Brian thing. Long time ago in a dang before times. So we uh we started making mashups back then. We were mm-hmm. influenced by uh Girl Talk and Hood Internet. Classic. A lot of the other uh mashup artists of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, then it just turned into it turned into us making a lot of mashups. We made some DJ sets. Cool. And now I kind of just use it as like an outing to make some like I like I used to really like uh dance music in the in the like mm-hmm. early 2000s. You like the dance? 
I love Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65 is one of the biggest inspirations in my life. I listened to that album more times than I can count when I was a kid. And I still listen to it. I try to listen to it at least once a week. I remember when I was in grade school, my, um, I think it was in fifth grade, my teacher, he would play that song for us when, when we were having silent reading time. That's a would, good teacher. We would listen to Blue by Eiffel 65 and would kind of groove around and read our books. He used to play that in They Might Be Giants, the song Cowtown. Sounds like a good teacher. It was the be- one of the best teachers I ever had. I can't even remember his name because I have a dang bird brain. But it was really good. Sorry, I was a little off topic. <laughs> 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 Going on a personal rant here. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Nervous, nervous, dead, 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 dead. What do you, what think, do you think, of think of the new Eiffel 65 album? album? Ooh. Uh, all I've heard is the one song from it so far, Critical. Critical. Uh, when, when the day it came out, I was at a AC. Anthrocon. Yeah, we were at Anthrocon. The big Anthrocon. And it uh, it came out and we played it a lot. We played that song a lot. It was a good song. What, while we were in the reg the line, line. Yeah, line, while we were in the line, registration line, line, line talking to some guy about uh, RC cars, and then he ended up uh, being a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> that was pretty weird. I think RC cars and conspiracy theorists just go hand in hand. Absolutely, definitely. Love it. Whatever it took to drown out the gun Gun furs. Gun furs. Wait a minute, why are you talking about gun furs on here? We're very peaceful, Fencast. I don't want to hear about these weapons. Unfinicky. I mean, boo. <laughs> How about that? Making a dang statement on the Fencast. How do you feel about that, buddy? Good. I feel good. No guns. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, looks like we have some questions. Viewer questions from the grapevine. These are surprises to me. I've never seen these questions before. The viewers send these in. Or the ac- listeners. It's an actual grapevine in a hat. And That's they're just pulling questions out. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's you know, propaganda likes vines. And let's read some of these viewer questions. Let's see what's going on. Question from the grapevine. If things didn't exist, would you be another kind of fox? Would you be out of the fox game? Um, no. Um, if fens, fens, <laughs> fens do exist, and that's all that matters. Oh, this is like a very tough, tough question, question to answer. I can't even imagine a universe in which fens don't exist. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to imagine it because so they do sweet. exist. They have good ears. And they're so real, and that's what we like about them. So I'm gonna rip this question up. Rip it up, and then and then and then just eat the paper. I'm gonna eat it. Never gonna see it. No, I don't want to even put it in my mouth because I'm like, I'm, I don't want that near me. Yeah, that's true. I heard Focus that. Uh, questions. I heard that if you eat something, it comes true. Don't send me sh- dumb questions. Have a dang brown on Fencast. That was really rude. Whoever sent that in, you should be ashamed of yourself. If okay. you want to be castigated by Blarry on Fen anonymously, send your questions to me, Propaganda Owl, on oh, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. That's Twitter, right, Twitter, 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 Twitter. Um, I'm feeling game for another one. Let's, let's bring another question out. I'm, we're doing a really... Let's reach his hand to the grapevine. He might, he might eat a grape this time. Nope, nope, just no, a question. Not, not hungry for grapes. 
that we have a really good snack coming up that I am hungry for. I'm excited for that snack. Yeah, I've been pumping up for this snack for a while. Question from the grapevine. What is a thing's relationship with fajitas? That's right, chicken fajitas. Oh, wow, that is a really, really... See, that's the kind of question I like to see on the FENCAST. Um, we don't want to have those negative anti-FEN questions. We want the really good fajita questions. We're going to clap for that. It's a spicy question. Ooh, spicy. Sizzling. Chicken fajita. Well, uh, you may or may not know, if you hang out with me, uh, I have a tendency to make fajitas for my friends. And um, I have a very long and prosperous relationship with fajitas as a fan. When I was a little baby fin, living in my den, my, my fin mom, um, a sort of a rite of passage, your fin mom teaches you how to make fajitas, real fennec style fajitas. There's a real secret way of making it. I'm not going to the secret ingredient, but it's real good. And it was for the, one of the best days of my life when I learned how to make fajitas, and now it's one of my favorite snacks. I just love fajitas. They're so good. Fajitas are great. So that's my relationship with fajitas. Propaganda Hour, I made you some secret fajitas. What'd you think? It's a fun classic recipe. It's uh, it's most certainly a secret, and it's most certainly delicious. delicious. Oh, that's what we like to hear. So that's fun fajitas. I think, you know, I'm feeling pretty hungry. Let's bring out the dang snack. Let's do a snack review. Yeah, we love snacks. 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 And we have a very special snack wow. that's going to blow your mind. I hope my mind's blown. You ready? This, uh, this, you're going to flip out. We got some real... Uh, Santa li- Crystal Brownies. Little, little Debbie <laughs> Crystal Santa Edition Brownies. These are in, uh, I've seen these before. They are insane. They, um, it's from Christmas. I, I managed to source some just for this episode. Yeah, I can wow. hold that. It's real Christmas Santa. Actually, I'm going to give you a box you can take home. There's two of them. <laughs> so you, you get your own box. Amazing. For those of you who aren't familiar with um, Little Debbie's Crystal Santa Brownies, it is a brownie. It is a red frosted brownie. That, it's in a, the shape of a crystal diamond. Mystical. mystical. It's real mystical. It looks and very magical. It has a little... Um, it's painted up like Santa has. The brownie has Santa's beard, it has a dang Santa's hat, and it has a little smirking Santa face on it. It's giving me a little it's so wink, sly wink. Looking, it's a real smarmy looking fun Santa, and we like it from Christmas. On the back it says, unwrap a smile this Christmas. Unwrap a smile? Well, guess what we're at? Unwrapping a smile right now, right here now. On the Blarion Fencast! Santa brownies. Six brownies individually wrapped. Oh. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I accidentally started playing the intro again. Oh, it's another classic Fencast goof. Classic oh. one. Oops, blooper reel. Put that thing down. A pathetic blooper reel. <laughs> Alright, but come on. Let's let's crack those brownies. Let's crack these brownies out. Let's eat these crystal Santas. I'm hoping it, um, this is Little Debbie. You may know Little Debbie for the um, the cosmic brownies, which are sort of similar, similar. I think similar to Thank Santa you. brownies. I do love a cosmic brownie. I think I'm gonna just go up the smirking Santa. I'm looking at him. 
You've given me the, the Santa look. He's so cute. Can't wait to eat the Santa. They have milk in them, so I might poop my pants, but that's okay. Oh, no. I hope it's okay. It, uh, it tastes like a Crystal Santa. Tastes like a Crystal Santa. I'm about to eat them. I'm so excited. He's got little glasses and little eyebrows and a weird nose. It's pretty dense. Oh, wow. It tastes like a cosmic brownie, but with, like, a lot more frosting on it. Yeah, definitely. And no sprinkles. Definitely. Very dense. Very dense. We like Crystal Santa. I have a question, have a question for Blair. Oh. What's it like what's to it have like two, like two lactose intolerant, intolerant owls, owls, owls on the cast? Oh, it's fine. I mean, we have two owls. I like owls, so I like to have owls on the front cast. Even though they're sometimes predators. But I know you two are safe. Um, I'm a vegan, so I would never eat a fen. I just hope you guys... Don't stink up the dang um, Fencast Studios because you're lactose intolerant. Don't. Come on, guys. No way. No way. I would never yeah, fart yeah, around a yeah. fen. That's right. Believe it or not, I'm going to teach you guys a little fen trivia. Fens actually are incapable of farting, they can't do it. It's not. We just run clean. Um, we're just good. We're just good all around. We're perfect animals. Incredible. That's. That's one of those uh, wacky facts that you find on a popsicle stick. Yeah, that's actually where I found it. It's on a popstick. On a dang popsicle. All right. So I'm thinking we're going to get back on track. We had our Crystal Santas. Um, what I want to know, we were talking about space. This episode's all about space. And I want to talk about planets. I want to talk about planets in the dang solar system. We're going to name them all. Every planet? Yeah, we're going to go around. So I'm going to say a planet. Then you can say a planet. And then Propaganda Owl can say a planet. And we're going to go around until we say all of them. Sound good? That's great. Are we going to do it in order? In order, in order, in order? I can't remember the order. So I, I don't even know if I can. How many planets are in the solar system again? Eight. Or, or, or 40 something. something. Nine. I'm gonna try my darndest. It's right. nine. Earth. Actually, ten if you if if uh because uh if there's a planet X. Nibiru. Yeah. Planet X. What's the deal with that? It's Earth. a real spooky planet. You don't want to go there. Oh it's no. It's inside, inside the Oort cloud. cloud. Yeah, it's in the Oort cloud. That's really spooky. Cause I know there's so many spooky planets, but I didn't know there's one right here in our own dang solar system. That's kind of. Yeah, it's a rogue planet, too, so no one truly knows where it will go. It's a real mystery. It could crash into Earth any day. Alright, I want to name these planets. So I'm going to start. I'm going to say Earth. Jupiter. Jupiter. Mars. 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 I'm going to say Uranus. <laughs> That's classic. Uranus. Mercury. Saturn. I'm going to say the moon. Venus. 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 I'm gonna say um, Mars. Neptune. Neptune. If we're naming moons, Europa. 
Ganymede? Ganymede? Ganymede, that's a good one. excluding one very important planet, and that is Planet of Pluto. We want to talk about Pluto here on the Blurrium Uncast. Pluto? So there's a lot of people who say, Pluto, Pluto's not a planet. We don't like Pluto. And guess what? It is. It's a really nice, cute planet. People think it's not a planet because it's small. But guess what? It's a very cute planet. It's a very small, cute planet, and I like it, and we like Pluto. It's totally a planet. How do you feel about Pluto, nervous white dad? It's definitely a planet. It's definitely cold. Cold? It's my type of place. I saw the magic school bus one time, and Miss Frizzle took Arnold to Pluto, and he took his dang helmet off, and it turned into crystals. Arnold's an idiot. Oh, Arnold. Is he was that always getting thing? into trouble. What a goon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a type of kid who I wouldn't associate with in school because he's he, he's just such a goober. Arnold. <laughs> magic school bus. I heard they're making a live action Magic School Bus for Netflix. Do you know who's playing Miss Frizzle? Well, no idea. I'm so excited. Maybe Little Debbie. I'm also a little baby, and I just love watching the Magic School Bus. It's so fun. How do you feel about Pluto, the planet Pluto? Well, it's a dwarf planet. So if you call it a planet and not a dwarf planet, then we have 40-something planets. 40? 40-something? Are there 40 little, little tiny dwarf planets in the day? Oh, yes. If not more, they'll have a weird orbit. Wow, that's pretty wild stuff. I guess our little solar system... It's a lot bigger than you might think, I guess, huh? Absolutely. It's a little bit bigger than you might think. Absolutely. <laughs> so, that's Pluto. What I want to do now, I want to play... We, we did another Fun Tom Gourmet segment. This is, um, we went to Taco Party for the show. We got some taco snacks. We recorded a real pause on the ground. Fen in the fields, um, gorilla style, fun tom gourmet episode for you to hear about tacos. So let's play that. Hello, listeners. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the fun tom gourmet. That's right. It's sort of like a phantom gourmet style food review show here on the Blarion and Today we're here at Taco Party, which is a restaurant and food truck here in Somerville, Massachusetts. And we're eating vegan tacos. Vegan snacks. There's, there's no animals in there. It's animal free. And uh, we've got some great tacos. They have a tofu taco, crispy tofu. They have a sriracha barbecue taco, which is actually, it's like the smelliest fruit in the world. They make a taco out of it, and it's real good. Um, they dress it up real nice. Doesn't smell at all. It smells just great. Really yummy. I, I love Taco Party, the restaurant. And I'm here with Nervous White Dad and the Propaganda Owl. And I want to know what you two think of Taco Party vegan tacos. Very good. Animal free. 
animal free. That's right. No animals in these tacos. And uh, propaganda owl. How do you feel about the tacos? I see you both got the soup here as well. Tomato. I did. I got a tomato soup with basil, which is good. I loaded it up with spicy stuff, so now my face is on fire. I got the crispy fried tofu taco and a chimichurri tempeh. My favorite's the crispy fried tofu, and that's the one I'm going to right now. Yum, yum. Yeah, we're actually still eating. It's real nice. Yeah, we're actually recording in the restaurant, so for the taco fans out there, you get a real ambiance feeling like an actual in a taco for a little over a year now. Uh, I feel great. Uh, I started to cook a lot. I love cooking now. Uh, I cook a lot of good stuff. Very good stuff. Uh, and I've eaten a scorpion before. They're pretty good. I wouldn't eat one again. But it was crunchy. Crunchy. Well, you heard it here first, folks. That scorpion is crunchy. That's what I like to eat. So... actually emit a lot of uh, a lot of uh, greenhouse gases yeah. by farting you know Ga- yeah. fart yeah. gases and it, it's true they actually they emit a lot of them and uh we kind of overbreed cows Too for many beef there's just a lot of them <laughs> lots of lots of beef lots of beef out there lots of cat lots of beef cows of beef. and they're farting a lot when they're getting milked and when they're eating grass and but it's not their fault. It isn't their fault. Yeah. It's our fault. We're, we're just making too many cows. Too many cows. Come on. Too many cows. We're having way too many cows. But yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to uh, lower your, uh, if you want to uh, lower your footprint for the uh, f- for the environment, you can just uh, eat chicken instead. Eat chicken. 
You can just replace Save beef, cow, replace cow, beef cow, with cow, something cow. else. That's fox food. We actually love chicken. Yeah. Beef exactly. That's Eat a chicken fajita instead of a big uh, beefy fajita. Is it okay if I eat burgers sometimes? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so I got. I don't have any problem against people who eat burgers. Burgers are good. So instead of eating burgers seven days a week, I only eat it six days a week. Exactly. <laughs> that one day. You'll, cut back. Cut back. Yeah. Cut back, cut back. That one day will, will uh, prevent a hole. It's going to save a dang world. In the ozone. Eat one less burger. Okay? <laughs> Think of the cows. cows. All right. So that's the dang for your environment. <laughs> Incredible. Hello. 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 Here he is. It's Hello. Carl Sagan back in the grave. And we want to know. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, I liked your show. When I was a little fan, I used to watch your show. It made me feel real small and scared. So thank you. <laughs> well, that is the well, goal. That is of course, goal. That is space is very large, and we are all very small here on Earth. Small here on Earth. Small here on Earth. So, I was wondering if you could talk to us. You are the expert on space. I want to know. Do you have any facts for the listeners about space? Can you tell us about something about space that they might not know for the listeners? Space is space incredibly is large. Incredibly large. Incredibly I've large. been I've been floating around in space since I've been dead. I've been dead. And I I have to say I it's, it's I just inconceivable in how large space is. Inconceivable. It's so big. It's full of so many spooky planets. Have you seen one of those fart aliens yet? I was talking about earlier. You know there are aliens out in space. Out in space. Out in space. And, uh, and they, uh, there are, there are many of them. Some of them mean us harm. Some of them do not. Some of them do not. I don't believe that. I believe they're all, they're all good. Well, of course, well, of course, well, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been the one who's been dead here. So, I guess the listeners will just have to decide who to listen to. Carl, Carl, tell me about the sun. How hot is it? It's very hot, the sun. Is it boiling hot? The sun is hotter than water temperature boiling point, most certainly. The sun is hotter than the boiling point of metals. Metals? 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 It's hotter than a spicy chicken sandwich. Blarion, you wouldn't even believe how hot the sun is in relation to a spicy chicken sandwich. It would blow off the covering of a spicy chicken sandwich with no problem. Wow, that's real. That's so hot. It's spicy hot. We have a real spicy star in the middle of our universe. We love it. Hotter than the dang Blarion's favorite chicken sandwich. That is spicy. Spicy star. This is a solar system with one hot spicy star in its center. We love it. We love, we love our sun. Because without the sun, we wouldn't have plants. And that means we wouldn't have, like, most snacks. That's true. 
You need the sun in order to grow plants, and without plants, there would be no humanity, no humanity, no humanity, no humanity, no humanity. What about Phoenix, though? Phoenix do live in the desert. Uh, they're wonderful little creatures. We're not talking about humans here in the brain. Fantastic. We're talking about the real animals. That's what I like to talk about. No, we like humans too. I'm just joshing, that's silly. We're all accepting here in the Blairion. Yes, Master McFinn. We are all made of the same star stuff. That's that space dust I was talking about earlier. That's why I like it so much. Everyone's made of it. Very accurate cryo. Accurate cryo. This is the uh, art collective that I uh, I help run and I make art for and shirts and all kinds of stuff. You can check us out at www.coolpicks.biz. That's C-O-O-L-P-I-C-S dot biz. B-I-Z. Check it out. Just check it out. We're your number one resource for the coolest picks on the web. But yeah, we have a uh, we have a show coming up. A show, yeah. I want to know about the show. Tell us about the dang show. Uh, so the Saturday of PAX East, we are going to be at Out of the Blue Gallery in Cambridge, I believe. Yeah, that's in right in Central Square off the T. The red Central line. Square, Out of the Blue, and it's going to be ten buckaroos, t- ten big ones, uh, ten ten big bucks. And uh, you're going to be able to go there. You're going to be able to see uh, a bunch of DJs. going to be uh, Fraxiom there. Uh, we got a secret guest that was just recently announced. Uh, it's uh, Danica from New York. Danica. She's going to sing some music. Then we got, a, we got Absurdist and uh, Colin Domigan, a local, uh, local DJ, local cool guy DJ. Ooh, that's my favorite kind of DJ. Cool yeah. guy. Gotta keep it cool. Here on the Blair Young Fincast. And we're going to be uh, doing visuals, and we're going to be hopefully giving out candy. Candy. Woo! We love candy. Oh, yeah. We are the candy boys. Candy boys. I'm going to be there. Blair Young's going to be there. I want to check that out. I want to show. I want to see the cool, glitched out visuals. It's a really good place to see a show, too. It's going to be fantastic. I saw David Leba Hart play a show at Out of the Blue. It was great. He actually drew me a Fennec picture. It was Salome. 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 Wow. Salome. 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 You, you know, now I think about it, David Leba Hart has a lot of songs about space, too, and aliens. I kind of relate to this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So David Lee Hart's a good guy. That's fine. He's that's a good friend of mine. Friend of mine. Wait, really? Cool, Carl. 
David Liebelhart comes out to speak frequently. frequently. Oh, cool, that's right. So, I want to know, last time we had another Cool Pick Stop Biz member on the show, we had Marmolium by Forbo. And Marmolium by Forbo said that they were going to make me some banged, flurry on undies. <laughs> we can absolutely do that. We can make you underwear. Yes! That's what we want. Larry on the Fen underwear. I want to have my face on your underwear. Seductive. Very, very cute, seductive Valentine's Day esque themed underwear. I think that would be real. I think people would love that. We could throw we we could throw a rose in your mouth and uh get get some weird heart patterns. Oh yeah, hearts. I think that would be great on these underwear. I'd wear those. I'd wear those underwear. You could buy multiple. You could buy like a bunch of them and then just hand them out to people that you like oh, as a gift. Yeah. Oh, so, here's hey, me. Here, he, hey, uh, here's me on some underwear, Ooh, buddy. Here's me undies. Me, get me, it? Me undies. That's a uh, yeah. that's an actual thing. But this time it's actually me. Yeah, this time it's actually you. This time it's undies. Me undies. I hear me undies ads on a lot of podcasts. I heard that fans love underwear, so uh, if any of you underwear corporations want to donate some underwear to uh, Blarry on the Fen. Wow, how'd you know that? That's, that's, it is true. It's I, just a known fact that uh, fans love underwear. Oh, you got it. Well, I guess you're learning something about me today, folks, listeners. Me, Blarry on the Fen, loves undies. Yeah, I made a little a little song before I came on the Fencast today. Can we play that for the listeners? Yeah, sure. Let's play it. It's a little ditty. Let's play that thing. Let's play that dang song. Let's do it. you liked it.
since uh, 2009. And what I want to know, what's the deal with Redman? It's been so long. <laughs> I love your show, Redman. It's funny. Um, check it out. I think it's on Vimeo. Yeah. Um, you can check it out, Redman. Real funny show. Um, could you tell us about Redman? And can you give us an update on the status of Redman? So when uh, before Cool Pick Stuff is was a uh, was a store where you could buy cool clothes and look at cool art. It was actually a little project uh, that uh, my friends and I thought of as like kind of a joke, and I bought the domain. And uh, my friend uh, Marmolium by Forbo and I. Marmolium by Forbo. Yeah, Marmolium by Forbo and I uh, came up with this idea for like a show that was sort of a we 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 thought of it before Silicon Valley, and we thought of it before uh, Mm -hmm. Halt and Catch Fire. Good shows. And it was uh it was basically going to be Halt and Catch Fire mixed with Silicon Valley, and the Social Network movie. So, so our idea was to make this weird show that took place in the 90s because it's kind of like an untouched part of internet culture as far as like on TV goes. There's no real movies or television shows about like 90s internet culture, except for like hackers, I guess. But hackers is just about hackers. Yeah, you get like a lot of 80s, you know, war games. Yeah. not really anything about like the people who are behind the like pets.com puppet or pets, like the sock. yeah the sock puppet from pets.com or uh, like who made bonzi bonzi buddy yeah that, bonzi that, that's buddy. a big part of the web men show but uh, i can't really reveal anything about it uh episode <laughs> episode two is uh it's been in the making for, for a long, very long, long time. very long time how long, how long? i think like three years now I know everyone's hungry for more webmen, but uh, I have to find <laughs> I have to find an office to shoot in, and we have one last scene one that last we've been scene. trying to shoot yeah, for two years, one. and we need an office to shoot it in. And someone also broke my camera, so I can't shoot any more videos at the moment. So you heard it here first, folks. If you have an office that you can let nervous white dad use to shoot webmen in, you know, get in touch with the pin <laughs> Yes, please. And also, if you have a camera, maybe, to shoot it with, we just really, we're dying for more webmen. We love it. We love it. So I'm hoping we can get more of that. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, uh, need a cubicle. We need a cubicle to shoot in. We definitely do. I want to know what's going on at Sun Microsystems. Um, what was it? It wasn't Sun, it was, um, Oracle. 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 The Oracle. Oracle. You, you can go to uh, coolpicks.biz slash uh, Oracle, and that's a website from the first episode. Or you can go to coolpicks.biz slash zone and listen to some cool middies. Midi zone. Oh, I love My the midi Yeah, we have some uh, .midi files that you guys will all love out there. You guys and girls will all love those middies. So, it seems like you have a lot of stuff going on in, in your art. Um, it has to do with the 90s culture. Yeah. And, you know, the web, the net in the 90s, you know, cool stuff like that. As, what, what's it, I want to know, uh, what's appealing to you about the 90s that um, it's like a special area of interest? Uh, I think that one of the things in the 90s and the early 2000s was that technology was changing so quickly. 
and we kind of just threw it all away. You threw it away? Like, we have all this, we have all this stuff in museums from, like, the 80s and before, because, like, that technology was, like, kind of important. Groundbreaking. But, like, in, yeah, groundbreaking. But in the 90s, the technology wasn't exactly groundbreaking. The internet, like, was there, but no one was really archiving what was on the internet, except for, like, archive.org. You can look at websites, but, like, no one really, like, remembers what that stuff was like or learns about it. And I think, like, one of the things I try to promote in CoolPix.biz is I want people to be able to, like, recycle things. Like, I think uh-huh. recycling art and media from the 90s and the early 2000s is pretty important, especially VHS tapes, because there's so many of them out there. True, there's mountains. What about hit clips? Hit clip, 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 clip. Oh yeah, hit what? clips. I I got a story about hit clips. This is a this is a pretty cool. weird story. Uh, when I was when I was eight years old, uh, I went into a uh, <laughs> I went to a McDonald's with my mom. Right. And uh, getting a Big Mac. I was gonna, no, no, no. I was gonna get a Happy Meal. Oh yeah, that's what I like. I think that's a uh, a little Mac. Little baby Mac. <laughs> and, uh, Kid Mac. <laughs> there was there was a big purple man there, and the grimace. It was it was Grimace. He was there with the Hamburglar. Right. And I, I did not know who Grimace was. And I mm-hmm. said, Mom, who is that? And she said, that's Grimace. And, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty weird. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. And then uh, the Hamburglar handed me a tape. It was a uh, it was a VHS tape of, uh, of a McDonald's cartoon. It was kind of like Scooby-Doo. You got a McDonald's tape. Yeah, it was a McDonald's tape that had a... From the burglar. Yeah, it had a cartoon about the Hamburglar trying to steal burgers, and the the Ronald McDonald crew had to stop him. Don't it, steal burgers. It, it was, uh, was kind of like Scooby-Doo, but with Ronald McDonald. Cool. And then, so the hit clips part is... Uh, yeah, we're just really the hit clips. <laughs> so, as we're walking out of the restaurant, this guy... Pulls up in a van. Right. It said, uh, I, I forget what the name of the company was, but something toys on the side. Toys. And he was a traveling salesman for toys. I'm not even kidding. He's a traveling salesman about to- exotic, exotic, exotic. toys. This is for real. I'm not pulling your leg. This is real. Do you have a little tinker <laughs> cart? Tar, tar, tar. I remember thinking it was pretty weird as a kid myself. But he Are you making up tales from a fan cat? No, no, no. He pulls up. And he he has hit clips. Well, well, like at the time they weren't called hit clips, but it was a little thing. It was a handheld record player for kids, where you put on this little record and it. Phonograph. It yeah, it was the same thing as a hit clip. It played a thirty second track, and it was it it was it was awful. It was so bad. So this is like the old school original hit clip. Yes, it was hit clips before, before it hit was clips. Cool. The more analog version. Yes. Sounds a lot better. It actually only played MIDI files, but only 30 seconds of MIDI files. I thought it was like a record <laughs> it, it was like a record player, but it was a little plastic record that played right. a MIDI when you plugged it when you plugged it onto the turntable. You know, this is sounding pretty ridiculous. It, 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 it is pretty ridiculous, but it was like a Fisher-Price toy. It was a Fisher-Price toy. This guy was just selling them out of a truck. I don't know if he stole them. I don't know if he was an actual traveling toy yeah. salesman. I don't know if this was some weird fever dream I had after I ate the after I ate the little burger, but yeah. it was definitely real. I had this thing for a very long time. Do you promise? Yes, I promise. Do you I promise. promise. Do I you promise. promise. I promise. Like our animal pods. Promise. Promise. I promise. You heard it here first, folks. 
Um, That's a classic promise. Someone gave nervous like that. They kicked butts out of a truck that said toys on it. It was a good one. always really i've really liked owls my whole life uh i really like the look of owls and uh one of the original designs for uh cryo sleep when i was like drawing out what cryo sleep looked like it was this uh alien being that had Ooh. kind of an out like an owl looking helmet owl helmet and uh i thought that that would be pretty interesting because uh maybe like in a weird past or some distant planet there is some sort of like owl there's some sort of owl beings out there owl beings. yeah and i also just like how owls are associated with like the illuminati and true. the occult and everything and uh i just think it's pretty interesting that is true i noticed you're singing about owls a little bit and the, the songs you perform from. yeah uh, surrounded by owls uh, yeah, surrounded by uh, owl eyes. Owl eyes. They do have very cool eyes. Yeah. See I, uh, so uh, a couple years ago, I went to the uh, mountains in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and uh, I walked outside at night, and I heard a bunch of uh, owls. Wow. And uh, I shined a light, and I could see all the eyes looking back at me from the trees. Holy wow. And it was really cool. That's and uh kind of creepy but it was it was really it it was really spooky but like at the same time it was really really cool just seeing all these like bright light eyes like looking back at you you met our 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 yeah that was that that was when i uh i kind of i walked out there and that's when i came up with the idea for cryo sleep and i was like man owls are crazy and then you were like i'm an owl yeah i was like that's me that's me. That's what I am. I'm a dang owl now. I said, that's me in that tree. And let me tell you, I think owl is really great. We love you as an owl. I think owl is great, too. As a animal for you in our furry fandom. Thank you. Thank you. And that just reminds me of something. We haven't really talked about Fennex yet, That's That's we? true. I was expecting some hard-hitting Fen questions, oh, like you've worry. been asking all the other people. We have some heavy hitters. Coming right up. Gonna Good. Serving up some heavy hitters. Lay them on me. So, you know, thanks are very cute and adorable. Yes. Um, what is your your favorite thing about fens? Fen My favorite thing. The listeners want to know what what's your favorite thing about fens. Uh, I like how excited they always look. They always look very excited That's to true. see people. Very excited. Uh, every vi- uh. I used to want a fen as a pet. No, really? Yeah. Uh, I used to look at videos of fens all the time in high school. I wanted one as a pet really bad. Me too. But I knew <laughs> that I wouldn't be able to get one because they're, they're just very high maintenance. And I, wild animals. Wild animals. I would feel bad if I wasn't able to take care of a fen. That's the thing about people who keep fens. Um, I think they're adorable. They're cute. I really appreciate them. But I, keeping a fen as a pet, they are wild animals. Yeah. And, you know, it's important for them to be out in the desert, you know, chasing scores. They got to dig. dig. We got to dig our holes and make our podcasts. 
So I think it's important to leave fins in the dang desert. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same way I feel about uh, people who have owls as pets too. Owls or like big birds in general, like like just like wild animals in general. Leave them outside. Gotta fly. Um, Unless they're being protected in like a sanctuary or something. Yeah, they're hurt and they need a little extra help getting back. Like if you if you want a pet like uh, if you want a pet owl or fen. Try to find a sanctuary near you and uh, go and donate yeah. to the sanctuary. And usually they'll let you name, they'll uh, they'll uh, let you name an animal and come cool. like uh, visit it. Oh, wow. Sponsor, sponsor a fan. Sponsor a fan. Let's go out and sponsor one. Give it ten bucks. I'm gonna sponsor Ben. I'm gonna name him Larryon Whipmaster McFen Two. You could do that. I'm gonna. Find a zoo that has fens or a sanctuary and just sponsor it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not giving them my, my name. None of them are married to Nick Wilde. Oh. You know, you bring up a really interesting point. Me and Nick, we've actually been going through a kind of rough time lately. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that. You know, it's hard for me to talk about. I might edit this part out. But, um, I saw Nick. He was sharing our jumbo pot with a stranger. I was out for a while. <gasps> I saw Nick Wilde sharing the dang jumbo pot. With who? Some dang animal that I don't know. What kind of animal was I, it? I had an answer in New England, and I saw this. My husband, Nick Wilde, shared a dang jumbo pot. That's awful. Do we gotta Do hunt, we gotta him, hunt down? him down? No. Me and Nick Wilde were actually we're on the rocks for a little while. We're, we're taking a break. I think you should leave this part in. I think the people, people want to know. know. All right, well, you get to know about my whole drama with Nick Wilde. I like this part. It's very real. It's like the uh, the Mark uh, Marin podcast where he goes off on his little tangents. Yeah, I don't. I talks about his life. A, I just like keeping it light, you know, for the viewers. Because sometimes I, you gotta I, talk I about the, brought up the, brought up the serious Nick Wilde things. You gotta and, talk about the serious stuff, or the people will never know. That's right. We gotta keep it real. Gotta keep it. True. Keep it real. Be true to your fen self. Keep it trill. On the Blarium Fencast. What was that? Keep it trill. Keep it trill. Too real. Too real. I can't say. So that was a little bit about Phoenix. Um, your favorite thing about Phoenix? What was that? What was your favorite? I like how excited they always excited. look. Excited. They always look very excited. Uh, Their ears are good too. We have very good ears. They're so soft. Plus. You know, I actually, uh, there's a family of foxes in my backyard right now. Really? Little red foxes, yeah. No way, what are they? That must be so cute. Yeah, they're, uh, they're just hanging out back there. There's two little babies. It's adorable. And, uh, it looks like a mom and dad. I can't tell, but cool. looks like it. They look like they have, they're looking like they're having a, uh, a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun I in my backyard. I love foxes. I'm hoping they grow up to have their own podcasts and get to talk to you on the web, maybe. I hope so, too. I hope I get to talk to them. I feed them grapes sometimes. Grapes? They eat grapes. Believe it or not, foxes are kind of well known for liking grapes. Yeah, I know. I read read that online. That's why I fed them grapes. grapes. Fox 
Box and Grapes. Look it up. Classic tale. Box and Grapes. So, I'm thinking about... We've covered a lot today. We really we have. We talked about who picks up Good cast. Good cast. We talked about Nervous White Dad, Cryo Sleep, all the music projects. Hoth system. system. We spoke to Bang, um... Carl Sagan Carl was here. Sagan. Carl Sagan was here. Back from the netherworld. Who would have guessed? It was a pleasure. It was Thank a you. pleasure. Oh, Thank He's you. back again. Thank you. There he goes. Oh, there he goes. Some swoosh away into the sky. Turned into a space cloud of space. dust right before my eyes. Dust, space, dust. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. So, we did that. We had a band. A band. Ben Tom Gourmet. We had a live music set. Ben Casper's live music set. Um, Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. I think we're going to close this one out. I think this one's um, real good. I think, yeah, we're good. It's a long, it's a long one. one. Thanks for having me on. I hope uh, I hope a couple years from now we have like a look back episode where I, I get to so. come back on, look back look at this back. one and remember all the memories. The memories. Remember the tacos. Yeah. So long and thanks for all the tacos. Oh, also, make sure to check out um, the Cool Pick Stop Biz show, Out of the Blue. Yeah, check it out. Go to Cool Pick Stop Biz. We're going to have info about it there. It's going to kick butt. All right. We'll kick butt. Catch you next time on the Blarion Fencast. Bye. Done. That was really good. Yeah.